Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for May 26th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Leveling Up with the Word. Why? Because I believe that this is a season for us, for you and I, to level up, where we can level up in every area, every facet, every aspect of our lives. I believe that God wants us to do it. I believe that God has declared it over this season of new levels. But since heaven announced it and God declared it, that's great, but that doesn't mean that all of us are going to receive it. God announces things by grace. We have to receive it by faith. So faith receives what God has already provided. God has already provided new levels. God has already provided the ability to level up. Now we have to tap into it. One of the ways that we tap into it is by getting into the word. So in this series, we've been renewing our commitment to the word of God. We're going back to the Bible. We're going to read the Bible on a consistent basis. We're going to meditate and medicate on God's word day and night. We will not allow it to leave from the forefront of our eyes or our mind. We will not allow it to, to stop coming out of our mouth. We're going to speak the word, declare the word, meditate the word, think the word. We are leveling up with the word. So that said, I'm teaching a series uh, from the parable of the sower. Jesus said that this is basically the mother of all parables. He said, if you don't understand this parable, how can you understand any parable? So we've been walking our way through the parable of the sower. There's four types of soil and uh, we're on the third type of soil. So let's get back to it again this morning. The title of today's message is, I don't give a care. The title of today's message is, I don't care. I don't care what's going on. I don't give a care, right? And so let's talk about it. It is not the will of God for you to be stressed out. It is not the will of God for you to succumb to the pressures of this world. It is not the will of God for you to be born again, filled with the Holy Ghost and battling thoughts of despair and depression. It is not, that's not the will of God. I don't give a care. Let's talk about it today. Mark chapter four, uh, beginning at verse 13, the Bible says, so the sower or the farmer is like someone who takes God's word and sows it down inside of people. Now, sometimes the word or the seed falls along the path. Those are like the people that hear the word of God, but their understanding is unfruitful. And because of that, Satan comes immediately and he's able to snatch away the word that's sown in their heart. Other people are like the seed that's planted on rocky ground. Now, these are the people that at first they quickly and gladly accept the word. They high five their neighbor. They get super excited, but they don't allow the word to go deep into their lives. And so they keep it only for a short time. As soon as trouble comes, persecution comes because of the word, then these people, they're quick to give up. Now, the third type of ground, this is where we are right now, are like the people that are like thorny ground or thorny weeds. These are the people that hear the teaching. Oh yeah, they, they, they receive the teaching. The teaching gets down in their heart. They write it down. They posted it on Instagram. They tweeted about it. But the problem is that as the word is trying to grow in their heart, the, the seed of the word is trying to grow within the soil of their heart. They have, they have other stuff growing too in their heart. And so their heart is just full of other things. And so since their heart is so full of other things, what other things? The kids of this world, the love of money, everything else they want. These things become weeds. Those weeds grow up choke out the word, stops the word from working. And then finally, there's other people that are like good ground, say good ground. These are the people that hear the word of God and they allow the word of God to grow. And then this word produces a harvest, sometimes 30 times more, sometimes 60 times more, sometimes a hundred times more, sometimes a hundredfold. You and I, we're going after a hundred. We're going to keep it 100. I'm going to get to that. So let's talk about it. So I want to focus in on this line today about the thorny ground. 
um, the worries of this life or the cares of this world. They, they allow the cares of this world or the worries of this life to become weeds that grow up and choke out the seed of the word. So what does this mean for you today about not giving a care? Um, I have four things to share with you on this morning. As I get into these four things, this is where I need you to rid your heart and your mind of all distractions. Four things. Number one, here we go. I need you to lock in. All right, you ready? All right, let's go. Number one, once you're born again, I don't know if you know this. You probably know this. You probably heard it. Maybe you don't understand it. Once you're born again, you are in this world, but you're not of this world. You are in this world, but you're not of this world. Let me explain. In John chapter 16, uh, Jesus explained how in this world, you're going to have tribulation. In this world, there will be challenges and trouble and sorrows. However, in the same conversation, he says, but hold on for a minute. Let me be clear. Be of good cheer. Why? I've already overcome the world. <laughs> so he was like, let, let, I've already overcome the world. You're like, well, what does that mean? All right, let me, let me explain. So it's almost like two realities going on, two concurrent realities, and you have to decide which one you're going to live in. You were born into one reality, but then you were born again into another reality. I'll explain. So Jesus came to redeem us from the mess that Adam got us into. So Jesus came to get us out of everything that Adam got us into. Now, because of Adam, Satan grabbed the keys to this world. Because of Adam, Satan became the prince of the power of the air, right? So Adam lost something and, and Satan picked it up. Now, Jesus came to get us out of everything that Adam got us into. So, so Jesus came to, to, to take the authority back over the kingdom of darkness. So he came to redeem us. He say, I am redeemed. He came to redeem you. You are redeemed from all the power of the enemy, right? So this doesn't mean that Satan doesn't have any, any power. It just means that he doesn't have any power over you once you're born again. So he's still at work. Satan is still the prince of the power of the air. Satan is still operating in this world, but you are redeemed from his power because of the blood of Jesus. Say amen to that. So there are two concurrent realities. So in one reality, Satan is still ruling over this world. And so he's doing his deeds. He's causing havoc and turmoil and death and destruction and division and fear and doubt and unbelief. And so he's doing his thing. But at the same time, Jesus is ruling as Lord. So think of it as like two realities. There's this reality you were born into. There's another reality that you were born again into, right? So in this other reality, uh, let me go back. So to be clear, especially now because we're still in the middle of a global pandemic. COVID-19 is not over, right? They, we're still dealing with some racial unrest. Uh, the, the economy has not fully recovered. So in one sense, Satan is like stealing, killing, destroying. He's doing his thing. He's robbing people of their peace. And especially in this season, um, there are Christians that, that are struggling with mental health. And so he's robbing people of their peace. They're people that can't sleep. They try to go to sleep and they're just thinking about all the things that are going on in the world and their hearts are full of worry. Their hearts are full of the cares of this world and there are physical repercussions to this. So like in your soul, if you don't have peace in your soul, your body can break down. If you don't have peace in your soul, like the, the stress of your mind and the anxiety of your soul can have physical manifestations to where you're now, your body is breaking down. You get ulcers, you, you, you know, you, you can't digest your food cor correctly. You're going to the doctor, you're dealing with all of these things. You have psychological and physical challenges all because you have succumbed to the pressures of this world and you are living like a mere human and you are submitting to the power of the enemy, right? Because, and this is dangerous because our bodies were not created to endure sustained stress. 
So if there are people that are under stress and anxiety for a sustained amount of time, it can have devastating impact on your life, physically, mentally, psychologically, all of that. Now that you have that picture, now let me paint a different picture. There's another reality, an, an alternate reality that's going concurrent to this one. And so in this other reality, Jesus has already overcome the world. In this other reality, Jesus already took back the keys of the kingdom. He went down and he, he conquered Satan, hell, and the grave. He took the sting out of death. He took the keys of the kingdom back. He was raised from the dead with all power in his hand. So now Jesus has all power in heaven, in earth, and under the earth. He has all power, all authority. Nothing can stop Jesus. And if you're in Christ, nothing can stop you. He's seated at the right hand of the father. Jesus sat down. Jesus did not sit down because he was tired. He sat down because he was done. And that's it. So Jesus overcame the world. Say amen to that. I overcome because he already overcame. So now as a child of God, I'm not trying to, to obtain anything. I'm just going to receive and maintain what Jesus already obtained for me. Jesus conquered the world. And then Jesus said, that was John 16. And then Jesus said in John 17, listen, you are not of this world. He says, listen, don't, you can be troubled, you could be surrounded by trouble and not be troubled by trouble. You could be in this world, but not of this world. You, there's another reality that you can tap into. You could be in the middle of a global pandemic and not be moved by it. You could be in the middle of a global economic downturn and then not impact you. You are in this world, but you're not of this world. While some people in this world are glued to the television and the news and they're feeding themselves. Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, and they're meditating and medicating on the problems of this world, you can be feeding yourself from a different reality. And so you're meditating and medicating on God's word. And so you're feeding yourself different reports. Your thinking is from above. So while the world is full of despair, you are full of hope because you're in this world. You're not of this world. You're living in sync with heaven. That, so in John 16, Jesus said, listen, in this world, you're going to have, but be, don't worry, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. And John said, 17. He's praying to the father and he prayed for you and me. And this is what he said in his prayer. He says, father, listen, now the world hates them because they do not belong to this world, just as I don't belong to this world. So father, I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, uh, but I'm asking you to keep them safe from the evil one while they're in this world, because they don't belong to this world any more than I do. Jesus was like, I'm in this world, but I don't belong to this world. Satan has no power over me because I'm not from this world. I'm from a another world. And, see, and Jesus was like, well, let me pray for my, for those that, that are following me now. And for those who will come through the annals of time, Jesus prayed for me. Jesus prayed for you. And he was like, father, don't take them out the world until their purpose is done. But while they're in the world, they're in the world, but they're not of this world. Just like not, I'm not of this world. They're not of this world. So they don't have to be consumed with the cares of this world. They don't have to live as a mere human. You were born human, but you were born again from above. You are naturally supernatural. Say amen to that. That's why I don't give a care. Number two, my God. All right, so number two, you are called to live from heaven's perspective. The Bible teaches us to see everything from God's point of view, not from the world's point of view. You got to look at things from God's perspective. In Colossians chapter three, the apostle Paul said this in verse one, beginning at verse one, I'll read to verse four. The Bible says, since then you have been raised since then. Look at me. Since you have been raised, born again, you have been raised with Christ. Then watch this set your heart and your mind on the things that are above. Christ is seated at the right hand of the father. So set your mind on the things that are above, not earthly things for you died. Oh my God, for you died, for you died 
You died. You've done all the dying you're going to do. If you're born again, you already died. You died and your life is now hidden in Christ with God. And when Christ, who is your life, appears again, you will appear with him in glory. So he said, no, no, no. Here's my question. What is your, what is your mind? What is your heart set to? I want you to think of uh, a thermostat and think of a thermometer. So a thermometer doesn't change anything or a thermometer changes with the conditions. As conditions change, the thermometer changes. God doesn't want you to be a thermometer. God wants you to, to have a mental thermostat. And so what happens with a thermostat? A thermostat, you set the conditions. You don't allow the conditions to dictate you like a thermostat. Uh, uh, I mean, like a thermometer, you are a thermostat and you set the conditions so you can set the conditions. You set it to a certain setting. And if the conditions don't line up with what you set, give it some time in a few minutes it's going to catch up. Why? Because you set it. Now watch this. Think of your mind. There's a earth setting. Click, click, click. And then there's a heaven setting. Click, click, click. What is your mind set to? Paul was saying that you can set your mind like a thermostat. Click, 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 click on the things that are above. And if, if you're set on the things that are above, even if things haven't caught up yet, even if things are not, don't worry, just give it a few minutes. It's going to catch up. And so why? Because I've set, click, 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 click. I've set my mind on the things that are above. My mind and my heart are set to heaven, not to the earth. So I'm not moved by this world. I don't give a care. Number three, if you live your life full of worry and care, then there's no difference between you and the world. Jesus said in uh, Matthew chapter six, beginning at verse 25, he said, listen, don't worry about the things you need to live. Come on, man. Don't you out here worrying about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. You, you worrying in the middle of COVID you worrying because of a pandemic. You were, are you worried? Life is more important. He said than food and body more important than what you put on. You can't add any days to your life by worrying about it. Don't worry. He says, no, no, don't worry. Hey, what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What are we going to wear? He said, man, the people in this world, that's how they think. That's how they worry, right? They, they, they're thinking about things that they don't need to be thinking about. Don't worry. Why? Because your father in heaven, he knows everything that you need. And listen, what you should, what you should want, Jesus said, is God's kingdom. Just want, just focus on God's kingdom, pursue God's kingdom. And God will give you everything that you need. So don't worry about tomorrow. Listen, if you're out here stressed out under the pressure of anxiety, taking on the pressure to perform, and now you're, li you're living like the world. You're, there's no difference between you. You're living like a mere human. Wouldn't it be a shame for you to be born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, and then, and then not do nothing, not do nothing different? You live just the same way that you lived like before you got born again? No, you're you are supposed to be different. After you're born again, you're living from above. Say amen to that. Number four, and finally, you were designed to cast care, not to carry care. In 1 Peter 5 and 7, the Bible says, listen, cast all your care upon God. Why? Because he cares for you. Other translation says, cast all your anxiety, cast all your stress, cast all your worry. So here's Peter's point. The point is, Peter's saying, look, the father himself has taken on the responsibility to care for you. So he doesn't want you to carry the care because he's going to carry the care. So you don't carry care, you cast care. You take the care and you cast it. It's like people say, oh, you act like you don't care. You're right. I don't give a care. I'm taking the care 
and I'm casting it. I'm releasing it. I'm giving the care over to my father. Why? Because he cares for me. He's taken on the responsibility to care for me. He can handle care that I cannot handle. I was not designed to take on that pressure. I was not designed to live under sustained stress. No, I was not designed. I was designed to enter into God's rest. I was designed to let God handle what I can't handle. And watch this. There are some people, unfortunately, who take on the pressure to perform even when it comes to the things of God. They God calls you to do something and here you are stressed out over what God called you to do. Are you kidding me? God is going to call you to do something that you can't do without God, without him. God is going to call you to fund a project you don't have the money for. God is going to call you to get into rooms that you don't, you can't get into that room if he don't open the door. God is going to call you to do stuff that you can't do without him. He, he didn't call you to do it so now you can stress out. No, he called you to do it so now you can enter into God's rest and watch him do it. People say, won't he do it? No, he already did it. And so now I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch what he already did manifest right before my eyes because I'm living by faith. It comes down to this as I close. Listen, if you're going to do all the work, then God is going to sit back and rest and watch you get stressed out. And he's going to be like, okay, at some point, my son, my daughter is going to get tired and they're going to come to me. But if you learn how to enter into God's rest, then God can work. If you do all the work, then he's going to rest. If you learn how to rest, then he's going to work. And if he starts working in you, then you know it's a father living in you. He gives you the words. He performs the work. At that point, you can become a human conduit of the divine. You can become a conduit of God's glory on this planet because God will work through you. He will open doors for you that no man can close. He will close doors for you that no man can open. He will do things that you could never do without him. He will give you insight and wisdom that far exceeds your education and experience. He will speak through you and you will be astonished at the words that are coming out of your mouth. He will accomplish things through you and it's the favor of God flowing through you. Why? Because you are resting. You are working, but you're resting and you're resting while you're working and you're not stressed out because you don't give a care. <laughs> so it's like, listen, if you start taking on the stress and the cares of this world, then that stuff is going to choke out. It's going to be a weed. It's going to choke out the power of the word. And you're going to be like thorny ground. Don't let this be you say, I don't give a care. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I said a lot today. You might need to watch this again. All right. So lift up your voice and say this, say, father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up in 2021 by giving you and your word priority over everything else. I refuse to allow the cares of this world to choke out the power of your word. I take no thought for tomorrow. I don't give a care. I don't take on the pressure to perform. <laughs> if you call me to do it, then you've already graced me to do it. You've already stored up the resources for it. You've already prepared all the people I'm going to need. And you're going to connect me to those people at just the right time. So my eyes are on you. My trust is in you. I have no cares. No worry. I take on no anxiety. And if somehow care gets into my heart, I'm quick to cast that care right over to you, Father, because you've taken the responsibility to care for me. I level up my life in this season. Stress has no power over me because I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name.
Amen. This is today's word. This, please apply it. Apply this word. Don't be stressed out. Apply this word and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, you should want my notes. Go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, go into this day knowing that it is not the will of God for you to be stressed out. It's not the will of God for you to be battling thoughts of depression and anxiety and all of that. Take control of your mind. Enter into God's rest. Take those cares and cast them over to God. God cares for you. He got you. He got you. God's not going to let you down. He would never turn his back on you. He would never relax the grip that he has on you. He would never fail you, not in any degree. So enter into God's rest. Trust God. He has a plan. He's going to work it out for you. I love you. God loves you more. Do me a favor. Please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends and leave me some comments in the chat because those comments do bless me. So have an amazing day and I'll see you tomorrow. I don't give a care. God bless you.